Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the For the Win podcast. I am your host, David the Dollar Douglas, and I'm so pumped to have you back in your ears, man. Here I am talking to you right now. Uh, Man, I cannot wait to get into the pick for today. But before then, I want to talk about something that's important. Dysfunctional leadership. Man, we see this all over the place, right? Like uh, Steve Jobs is running Apple. Then he's not running Apple. What happens? Stock price tanks. Uh, You have a president get reelected. Stock market goes up. Why? There's stability. There's functionality. People have a track record of your successes or your failures, whichever one it is. Anytime that there's usually a a new president elected, the stock market crashes because they're terrified of what's going to happen next. Whenever there's a, a change in leadership at any kind of company or organization, typically stock price crashes. You see some people leave. There's some turnovers. If you own a small business and you fire one of your key managers, people leave. That's what happens. Leadership is foundational. And here's what's insane is that for most people, they think leadership equates to dynamism. That's not what leadership is. You can have a leader that is dynamic, absolutely. But if you have a leader that's dynamic and not consistent in the places that matter, you have a dysfunctional company, country, organization, small business. Right now, there are a number of sports teams that are absolutely dysfunctional. But the one that is just blaring in our faces... It's the Cleveland Browns. Here's what I'm going to say about Cleveland. Uh, They really have not had great teams. Yeah, we can all agree. The Indians made it into the World Series a few years back. Whenever LeBron's been there, they've been competitive. And the Browns have been the laughing stock of the NFL for decades. Right now, they have so much talent. They're no longer a laughing stock. They have decent odds to win the Super Bowl. By the way, we're not picking them to win the Super Bowl. So if you're betting that, you're a moron. And you should go get yourself checked out immediately. Oh, but they're so much better. They've accrued talent. I'll give you that. Look, they have talent. That's why they're probably going to win seven, eight, nine games. They won one game over the course of two years. so, So winning seven, eight, nine games in a season, monumentally better but they're dysfunctional. What? Why? They have dynamic leaders, dynamic personalities. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield. And yet they're not consistent. At any point in time, Baker Mayfield may fly off the handle and start yelling things on Twitter at Colin Cowherd. Could use your time, quarterback. You never know when OBJ is just not going to spend any time in the city that he was traded to uh, three months ago. How many days has he been in Cleveland? Four. Four days. But yesterday, guess what, man? You know, all those Cleveland fans are pissed at him and they don't they don't like OBJ. So what's he do yesterday? He goes on Instagram and he posts an orange 
Rolls Royce. The internet explodes. Oh, man. He's cool. He's a Browns guy. It's awesome. He's dynamic. He makes one-handed catches. Who gives a shit? Because when the rubber meets the road, we don't care about his dynamic catches. We don't care that he's a fantastic athlete that transcends uh, what most athletes can do. There's a reason why Nike gave him a basketball shoe deal. It's because he's got 14 million plus Instagram followers. He's an internet sensation. Kids want to be him. It makes sense. I understand. He's an icon culturally. But he's not going to be on a winning team. Long term, they're never going to make it to the playoffs, at least not as deep as they want to go, as long as he's a leader. It's exactly like what happens with all these other dynamic wide receivers that we've seen over the years. T.O. went from team to team to team. No one argued with his talent. Everybody said he was massively talented. Wore people out. Randy Moss, dude, no one's going to say that guy wasn't one of the most massively physically gifted wide receivers of all time. They went to a few different places. Baker Mayfield, look, he may be good one day. He's not bad as it is, but he wasn't great. The only reason that he's being celebrated is because he was at the pit of despair. And if you're in a city and you're on a team that's only won one game over two seasons, winning multiple games in one season is unheard of. And everyone in that city is going to go, he's the anointed one, but he's just as likely to cause an off the field issue as anyone else. Listen, I love their talent. I think their talent is great. But if you have really dynamic, not consistent talent like that, you need someone that is going to steward them well. And right now, they've got Freddie Kitchens, who, last time I checked, this is his first head coaching experience. Didn't coach high school, college. Had about uh, half a season to be an offensive coordinator. This guy is going to get eaten alive. It's not even fair. It's not even fair. So if you've got stock in the Browns, sell it. They're a dumpster fire. Are they going to be entertaining? Absolutely. Should hard knocks follow them around? Yes, please. But this is dysfunctional leadership. And if the Browns were a stock... I would have sold the day that they made Freddie Kitchens the head coach. And if any of my friends or family had any stock remaining when OBJ came in, I would have sold high then because a lot of people are high on them right now, but they're not going to be at the end of the summer. Let's shift gears. I want to talk about the best coach in any sport that we give zero credit to. Steve Kerr. We look at the Golden State Warriors and we go, they have the ultimate all-star team that you can put together. 
and they do. There's no question about the talent that's on the court. But I want to just rewind to Sunday. There's no KD. Clay goes down. There's no Iggy. DeMarcus Cousins is playing 23 minutes. It's his second game back in weeks. They basically just have Steph. They have Steph and a bunch of dudes. Steph's getting boxed out. I mean, Toronto's just swarming him, and they win that game. So I went back and looked at something because I find stats fascinating. They're massively helpful when you're doing betting. And uh, here's, here's what I found. Third quarter, who is the best historically over the past five years? Like, what's the best team in the third quarter year over year in the NBA? Past five years, it's been the Warriors. Before Durant got there, before Boogie, when it was just Steph and Clay, just the Splash Brothers, Draymond. Best, and it's not even close. There's one year when it was kind of close, but it was kind of an outlier. Every other year, not even close. What's that say? Well, what do you do? You make adjustments at halftime, and then you come and implement them in the third quarter. And Golden State wins the third quarter every year for the past five years. Like, can you just, just imagine that for a second? Imagine you own a business. I, I, I don't know. Let's uh, let's say this is your liquor store, right? Your liquor store. And every year, for an entire quarter, three months, you outsell your competition by 30%. Every single year. And by the way, you're keeping up with them in every other quarter as is. Guess what? Everyone wants to know what the hell you're doing. How are you achieving that? Right now, the only thing that's separating the Golden State Warriors from everybody else, it's Steve Kerr. Are they wildly talented? Absolutely. Aren't the Raptors wildly talented? Well, they don't have five all-stars on their team. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Sure, 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 sure. How about the Rockets? They're probably, they're kind of like wildly talented, right? That's a pretty talented team. I think so. Boston Celtics. Yeah, it's a pretty wildly talented team. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Look, there are lots of teams with lots of talent. And those players could be healthy or get injured, just like Golden State. Golden State has to fight injuries all the time. And that's why this is fascinating because it's for the whole season. It's not just during the playoffs. And it's time. It is time. It is time that we give Steve Kerr his due as one of the best coaches we've ever seen in the NBA. Because when you can make adjustments and consistently win in the third quarter, it speaks to your coaching prowess, not the quality of your players. Now, do you need players to execute ideas and strategies? Absolutely. It's not either or, it's both and. The point that I'm trying to make is we are devaluing Steve Kerr's value, and that's atrocious.
we should be valuing him quite highly. All right, so I saw something uh, yesterday. There's a big parade. Uh, I guess it was on Sunday, rather. There's a big parade for Liverpool. Uh, soccer team won. They're based out of Liverpool, England. They won um, UEFA Champions League game in Madrid against Tottenham, which is a London-based squad. And again, you know, it's they're playing all these teams in Europe. It's a huge trophy to win. Um, and they have a parade. Massive. The whole city pours out. I mean, like it is, it's a raucous party celebration. It's happening. So a Liverpool great player goes to Twitter, like you do, and says something about, hey, this is a real party, Pep and Manchester City. He was taking a dig at the celebration that Man City had because they won four trophies in the past season. And they wanted to take a little dig. Take a little dig. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, You can look at this one of two ways. Either social media is making the game more fun, because now we can kind of poke fun at each other all the time. You know that that uncle that you've got that's like... uh, they're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and you never see them really because you live on the West Coast and you kind of grew up being a, a 49ers fan anyways because, you know, you like saw Montana and you saw Steve Young and like they were good in the, the 80s and early 90s. And so like you're a Niners fan. Anytime the Steelers have some trouble, you just like to send your Uncle John a little text. Be like, hey, Steelers suck, you know, that's kind of fun. And then there's the idea of like everything is in comparison to the other team, right? It's not just that I won. I can't just say, hey, we won. We're celebrating us. This is such a cool experience. It's also, and I have to diminish what you accomplished. Instead of this level of, yeah, man, what they accomplished was fantastic. And what we accomplished was fantastic because there are, Multiple trophies that you can win in this sport. I think we've got a larger issue with how we see victory now as a society, and it's global. And here's what I mean by that. This is a guy in England. Most people who listen to this podcast listen in the U.S. We do have some people all across the globe. Uh, hi, Bangladesh. I know that there are at least 30 of you that listen to this every week. So. That's cool, but here's the deal. We're all doing this. It's not enough that we won this trophy. We have to make sure that they know that they're worse than us. And the whole idea with sports in and of itself is competition that leads us to saying, hey, we as a group, as a franchise, achieve something great. Not comparing our great achievement to yours. It's pathetic. It's sad. And it honestly shows you're not satisfied. All right. It's time to get into that best part of the podcast. It's time for those picks, baby. All right. uh, I've got a fan favorite because... 
Well, the finals are going on, NBA finals, and uh, they're fun. They're fun for Paul and I uh, and uh, the millions of other people that watch the game every week. So uh, here's here's what we're talking about uh, as far as the game that's coming up, right? Uh, so <laughs> it's hilarious, but true. Um, so the game's tomorrow night. Uh, and uh, it's going to be in Golden State. The Warriors are favored by six points. It just came out today that Klay Thompson does have a strained hamstring. They're listing him as day-to-day. I'm just going to come out and say, I don't know how you play basketball with a strained hamstring. I think that's going to be a challenge. Like, right? Uh, Boogie is clearly out of shape because he hasn't played in weeks. So he's not in game shape. He played 23 minutes the other night and he looked gassed. Uh, don't think Iggy's going to play. Don't think Kevin Durant's going to play. So what the hell? What is Vegas doing here? Six points? That's insane. They, I mean, this should the, the Raptors should be favored. This is a Vegas trap right here. They want you to take the Raptors in this game because you're going to go just like I just did. There is no way that they're going to win by more than six points. In fact, I think the Raptors have a great chance of winning this game. It's been over two weeks since Oracle has had a basketball game. Remember game one in Toronto and the crowd was insane. The crowd was crazy. They were coming through the TV screen. It was like I was sitting in the stands. It was so loud. That's how Oracle's going to be tomorrow night. It's going to be deafening. That's going to be outrageous. Okay? There's going to be very wealthy people that are sitting in the front rows. Silicon Valley elites are going to be there. This is not going to be a simple, normal game in Oracle. NBA Finals, first game they've had in two and a half weeks. It's going to be a jungle in there. And I'm sorry. We already saw what happens in game two. If it's just Kawhi, Raptors aren't going to win. When Kyle Lowry was absolutely absent in game two, in a game that they should have won, they couldn't. I mean, they held Golden State to 109 points. If you can hold Golden State to under 110 points, you have a very statistically high likelihood that you will defeat them. They couldn't beat them. So, do yourself a favor. Do what I'm going to do. Take Golden State, swallow the points. Because honestly, guys, Golden State's going to win by double digits in this one. I like the Raptors in game four. Uh... Even if KD does come back, and even if Clay does seemingly play, uh, look, I like the Raptors in game four. I think they're just going to adjust better. That crowd's not going to be as noisy. Uh, with Golden State up two to one at that point, I think that that's going to be a difference. But I'm telling you, Golden State's going to win big in this one. Take Golden State, swallow the points. Uh, well, hey, listen, if you are liking this podcast, please do us a favor. Go leave us a review and rating on iTunes. It really helps to grow the show. In addition to that, if you want to go right now, I'm going to tell you this because this is going to help you out in your life. And that's what I'm here for. Uh, The dollar just wants to help your life out. Okay. Uh, So do yourself a favor. Go to 
picksforthewin.com. That's picksforthewin.com. Uh, go in there to the three-day pass and type in three free as the promo code. Uh, and what you'll get is you'll get three days of free picks that the entire syndicate is making. Uh, and you can access that at any point in time. Now, here's what's going to happen. If you choose not to do that, then I can promise you this. Another guy that lives in your city or town is going to do that. They're going to start winning because I'm just going to tell you right now, we're winning at a 71% rate. Oh, that's bullshit, Dave. No, go fuck yourself and go look at our history. Okay, we're killing it. All right, so here's the deal. Go fill that out. And if you don't, that other guy that's better looking than you, whose cock is 10 inches longer than yours, yeah, that asshole. He's going to go on there. He's going to go make those picks. He's going to start winning money. Then he's not just going to be the guy with the big penis. He's also going to be the guy with the fat stacks of cash. He's going to come steal your girl, take your house, steal your car. You're going to be the homeless bum on the street. Quit being a dick. Get off your ass. Go find those picks. Use the promo code picksforthewin.com. Picksforthewin.com. Don't be a loser. Make some stacks of cash, baby. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the For the Win podcast. As always, I'm your host, David the Dollar Douglas. Catch you next week.